a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. Let me tell you something about that press conference coming up in about 15 minutes from right now. It is, of course, our opportunity to hear, as we do daily, from state epidemiologist Dr. Angela Dunn. We will also be hearing from Governor Gary Herbert, as well as an individual named Jared Allgood. He's the co-founder and chief strategy officer at a company named uh, Twenty. Now, why is that? Because today during the press conference, uh, in addition to hearing an analysis of all the new data uh, from Dr. Dunn, we will also hear about a new uh, app that Utahns, you and me, can download. Uh, that will be available today, and that app is designed uh, to help us uh, stay healthy, uh, to track some of the symptoms, and uh, check uh, on some of those symptoms. So it's a, a way that our cell phones are now going to uh, be included in the fight against this coronavirus. A full explanation of that, plus uh, the new data from today, will be aired on these airwaves uh, in about uh, 13, 14 minutes from right now. We'll be sure to take it live. Right now, though, I want to turn our attention to Salt Lake City, uh, Utah's capital city, uh, and uh, mayor of that city, Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall, joins me on the line now. Mayor, how are you? I'm well. Thanks for having me on, Lee. Hey, let me uh, let me ask you this question. First and foremost, I uh, went to Twitter uh, and I saw that there is a video of yourself standing in your uh, lovely backyard. You're holding up a, <laughs> a poster, as you described, put together by you and your family. Uh, you make an invitation to folks on, on today, Earth Day, 50th anniversary of the, uh, the, the, the kickoff of that day. Tell us about that, please. Yeah, happy Earth Day to you. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't have guessed that we'd be celebrating it virtually as we are in so many ways, but it's an opportunity for us to think about how do we come back to work when we get to be able to do that. And the way we come back to being a community, the way we move about, the way we take public transit or choose to make all those trips on our own. And I think our clear air quality that we've been having as one of those um, unintentional results of this pandemic is a good reminder that uh, there's work for us to do and the decisions we make have an impact on the air we breathe and certainly our environment as a whole. All right, very good. Yeah, and you invite folks to, like your family, uh, put together some sort of poster or artwork uh, and hang that in the window for the rest of the community to see. Yeah, that's something that the Utah Department of Environmental Quality invited uh, us to participate in and help to promote. It's been fun going on walks with my family to see just the, the notes people are writing on the sidewalk and sidewalk chalk, encouraging quotes and things. So I think it's in the vein of the way that we're trying to be a supportive community hanging stuff in your window, whether it's uh, rainbow hearts like uh, is happening around the world or yeah. some poster for Earth Day. It's a little something we can do to connect. I've been uh, one of my ways to keep my mind sane and my body healthy is to uh, to go on runs. I'll jog a few miles each day if I can. And uh, exactly what you have described, these sidewalk chalk pieces of art, messages left yeah. for folks uh, who can look down and see them. Uh, they're wonderfully heartwarming and in some cases heartbreaking. You see sometimes messages written by uh, what you presume are young little kids uh, saying, hello, Grandma, we miss you or things like that. So <laughs> I, I am anxious for, for the day 
to come when uh, when those little grandkids can uh, reach out and hug grandma and grandpa. L- let me talk to you for oh, a moment about you. that, about, about the steps that we're making towards a, a return to something uh, resembling mm-hmm. normalcy. We have heard from the governor uh, about his Utah Leads Together 2.0 and the progress we're making moving from one phase to the next. Uh, In terms of Salt Lake City, how uh, are we doing uh, as Utah's capital city in uh, preparing for what will be the next phase uh, of our battle against the coronavirus? Are are we getting close to reopening? We can't say that yet. And I really appreciate Governor Herbert's direction and and Dr. Angela Dunn, who we're going to hear from in a moment, as you mentioned, who've given us clear direction about what that will look like. And I'm grateful that the Salt Lake County Health Department is giving us zip code-specific data. You can see it on their dashboard. There's an eight-slide dashboard. And on the eighth one, you can zoom in on, um, if you're in Salt Lake County, on your zip code and see what that rate of transmission is. Salt Lake City is the most impacted city and area in the state of Utah. And um, so it's that data. It's that very, very tangible daily information we're getting from our county health partners that's going to let us know when it is time for us to open back up. And what the governor and Angela Dunn have mentioned um, numerous times is this transmission rate of being less than one-to-one for at least two weeks. What that means is, for let's say, for every 10 positive cases there are, that they would be infecting fewer than 10 people. Ah. So we would see maybe nine infections out of 10 positive cases. We need to see that consistently over two weeks. And that's the kind of an indicator that will tell us we're getting through this. At this point, our west side and our downtown are not there yet. And the rest of our city is is as impacted as many other parts of the county. Uh, very good. Let me ask you this. Uh, on two fronts, I'd like to, to ask you what keeps you up at night and what right now is bringing you comfort. Can you, can you answer those two questions for me? Oh, good questions. Um, Definitely the part that keeps me up at night is the economic impact on our individuals and our families in our community. We were already in a housing crisis, and Salt Lake City specifically, we know that half of the people in our city are renters. And of those people, 30% of them are, rather half of them are paying more than 30% of their income for their rent or their mortgage, which means, you know, they're one catastrophe away from not being able to pay that rent or mortgage. That was before the pandemic. So the kind of economic impacts we're experiencing now are what keep me up at night. I know that the closures that we've been experiencing are going to shorten the economic duration, the impact, and the uh, the depth of it and the length of it for our economy. It's also about saving lives. And that's why we need to be making these decisions based off of the public health data and getting back to work as soon as we can, but not too soon either. Um, Those same communities that are most impacted by COVID-19 are the same ones that are most impacted by air pollution. They have the least access to uh, our economy. Um, And there's a number of other systemic inequities that are really heightened during a crisis, during any kind of a crisis. And unfortunately, uh, it's a public health crisis that's on our hands. So that keeps me awake. Something that I'm excited or you know, that brings me some hope. Um, We're all in some sort of a state of separation, whether it's from our workplace, our family members, our extended family, um, the way we recreate and and who we hang out with. And I think it's allowing all of us, as whether we're business owners or mayors or parents, teachers, to evaluate what do we want to come back to? How do we want to come back to the way we do things? And I don't don't know that there's anyone out there who would say, I want to go back exactly the way it was. I think there's something 
that, you know, everybody's been working toward improving on X, Y, or Z, whatever it might be. And we'll have that chance to do that as we come back. So I'm starting to see a lot of creativity come out of the community and the business community about how we can come back stronger when we are able to do that. Mayor Mendenhall, grateful to you for your time and your leadership and uh, the information you've brought to, to these airwaves today. look forward to chatting with you again in the future. Uh, wishing the best for you and your city uh, and all Utahns uh, who are together combating this uh, coronavirus. Thanks again. Happy Earth Day to you and yours. Uh, enjoy the Thank rest you, of the Lee. day, please. All right. Thank you. Take care. All righty. Uh, we're going to take a break here in just a moment. Before we do, though, let me let, let me give you a little heads up as to what is ahead. At about this time each day, we have been hearing from Dr. Angela Dunn, state epidemiologist. Uh, she each day brings us a, an update on the numbers. Today she will talk about the unfortunate uh, reality that we are now here in the state of Utah. Uh, uh, we've had 34 deaths come as a result of this coronavirus uh, and an uptick in the positive cases. Now, the rates are what's important. The rates are what give us a, a window into our progress uh, of uh, combating this coronavirus. She's going to explain all that to us. In addition, we will also hear from Governor Gary Herbert again, as well as uh, someone named Jared Allgood. He's the co-founder and chief strategy officer at a, a technology company called Twenty. Now, what's that all about? There is an app that's going to be uh, rolled out today. It's a way to check symptoms and designed to help Utahns work together to slow this spread. Those are the claims. We'll get an explanation of what exactly that app is intended to do and how you and I uh, might use it to continue the fight against the coronavirus. That is ahead here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.